Retro Rebels brought to you by TimbleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TimbleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast. We discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released some Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templateek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast. My name is Stacy. <laughs> well, I think my name is Stacy. And uh, with me, as always, is my fibble. Jesus Christ. Do it again. I, I swear to God, I haven't had that much caffeine. You're really just yet. rusty. You're just I, rusty. I am rusty. I'm, and I know it. I don't even know why I'm reading it. Here we go. Retro Rebel is brought to you by TimbleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TimbleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast. We discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebels release Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templateek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast. My name is Stacy, and with me, as always, is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Seems like a tongue twister. <laughs> it is a bit of a tongue twister, although after, what, four, almost four years now? Is that what we're at? Yeah. Uh, you know, you probably said that more than you've said a lot of things. I know, and uh, sometimes it's easier than others. Uh, I'm running low on blood sugar. All I'm, I'm running on uh, caffeine and whatever sugar is in a uh, red. Yeah. Listen, there's no judgments here. Yeah, we, we've today, made some. Anyway, huh? We've made some dicey health choices today. Choices were so made. Choices you know, were made. it is. It's. <laughs> 10 minutes to 6 p.m. The wine is out. (laughs) I still have more work to do, but, you know, what time is it over there? It's it's 11.50 in the morning. 11.50 in the morning. You know what? I called to make a reservation for a working lunch at 11 uh, on Monday. And this place said, oh, we're not serving food. We're just doing drinks. I was like, I think 11 a.m. is too early to start drinking. (laughs) I'm going to pass. You have been out of America for far too long. That Listen, is... they drink so much in England, so much, but there's very much an after 5 p.m. sort of drinking culture. Really? Mm, unless you're an old boy who's retired and all you do is go to the pub. That's a bit different. But I think 11 to 5 is prime drinking. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 5. And then if you stop right then at 5, then you're good. You're good for the rest of the day. You can sleep. Everything's fine. This is terrible. No, this is a bad plan. I think that was probably the case in the 70s, man, when everybody had bars in their office. But these days, that's not how we're rocking. (laughs) Only because they won't let me. Although now, to be fair, I work from home. So technically, I do have a bar in my office. Bring on the 70s. Exactly. Exactly. So what have you been playing? I I played something. I've I've played a couple things, but... um, I didn't like the other things I played and I didn't play them long enough to feel like I could give a fair review. So I'll just talk about uh, what I played recently that I did like, although I'm certain I won't finish it because it is a horror platformer hybrid. And 
I don't like that type of game full stop. That's just a personal preference. I really don't like platformers. I don't like puzzles. I don't really like horror. So th there's nothing about the game that would naturally attract me. Um, but my uh, partner recommended that I download and try uh, Little Nightmares 2. Um, so I downloaded the demo of Little Nightmares 2 on Xbox Game Pass. And it's very much a Stacy game, even though you're not a horror fan. It, it has the most amazing ethereal music and some of the most unique artwork that I've seen in a very long time. Um, there, there's this little, I, I don't know, uh, doll-like bag boy creature right um it, have you played the first little nightmares are you like i have it i think character? it was a free download on playstation 4 on uh, their playstation plus i think they right. just released it if not it's definitely on their uh streaming platform right uh, so i i, I, I haven't played that. either of them i've just played the demo for little nightmares too and you, there's like this little miniature boy with a bag on his head like a paper bag on his head and he's like running through and there's some like occasionally quite gruesome scenes and like i don't know like uh traps and stuff like bear traps in the forest and like you know rotting food and mannequin heads and you know just generally creepy the implications stuff. Like, are dark for that yeah for and sure. but it's not like a it's not like a human environment because everything doesn't look quite human they're like amorphosized animals of some sort you know they don't really seem human um and it's a bit of a puzzler so you know in order to progress to the next area you might have to do six different things to get this key to go to the next place and you know um but it does there are some chase scenes there are some jump scares and because of that i don't think i'm going to finish it but it really looked pretty and it sounded good. And I know those are things that you look for in a game. So actually you might like it. Um, well, I've, uh, I have played, I played it a little bit. I've also watched Let's Play. So I know I've seen the whole game. Um, it's a lot like Limbo or Inside. So if you've played those games and anybody that's kind of listening to this uh, probably knows that. But yeah, they're, they're like a platformer, horror platformers side-scrolling platformers they're puzzle games and i think that aspect of it is fun it's just scary enough to to uh probably it's it's a maybe for me but it was very enjoyable to watch so watching mm -hmm. somebody play through it was pretty fun yeah i think like watch somebody play it on twitch if it's not your bad it's it's definitely a unique looking game i will give them that like yeah. it doesn't really look like anything else artistically there's a second one too so there's a sequel and it's the second one is the one that i played yeah the sequel. so the first one uh and i don't want to spoil it for anybody so if you if you haven't you can go back and play the first one the first one may actually be free on playstation 4 right now i can't remember but uh, it doesn't cost much if you get it on PC. You know, it's a relatively inexpensive game for what you're going to get. It's a, it is high quality, good sound, great design. It, it looks great. Like, I mean, it just really is a good looking game. Um, and if that's your bag, yeah, I would, I would, I would encourage you to either play it or watch it because it's a, it's, it's definitely a pretty cool experience. Either way. Um, yeah, I haven't, I've been, 
I've been so busy. I haven't really been able to get in and play anything and sit down and actually play anything. Uh, there have been, a, uh, you know, a lot of things. Uh, the Burning Crusade classic was released um, for World of Warcraft. So if you wanted to go back and uh, nostalgia and, and uh, start over during the Burning Crusade, the very first expansion in World of Warcraft, you could do that. It was released a week or so ago. And then uh, I know they've got some Hearthstone stuff, but I just hadn't played anything. What I have done, though, is I watched a Let's Play of uh, Resident Evil 8. So Resident oh, fun. Evil 8, yeah. Uh, I watched the Scary, Scary Game Squad, which is Jesse Cox, his channel, uh, the <laughs> Completionist Gerard. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and those guys, they're, they're, it's one of the funniest. This one in particular has been one of the funniest because it's the first time they've been able to be in the same room. They're all in California. So it's the first time they're able to be in the same room at the same time and actually do their, their shtick. And um, they riff so well. And they, they do have such a good job of like, if there's, if there's text in the game, they'll read the text. Depending on how the game's going, they may actually read it in a particular voice. They're fairly talented in that respect as well. So, and they'll stick to those voices throughout the game narrative. So if they remember that voice and whoever was doing that voice, they'll do that. Uh, but they riff, it's funny, it's scary. Uh, I will never play that game. And so I was fine with watching it. Uh, <laughs> um, and I think they're on like the eighth episode right now. And so each episode is 45 minutes to an hour. Um, mm. So they've been, they've been, you know, churning those out as fast as they can get them broken up and, and published. But it's, uh, but it's, it, it looks like a fantastic game. Just not, that's, that's my preference of, of uh, experiencing that type of game. So hadn't played much, but I did watch that. Listen, if you had been like, oh, yeah, I played like uh, 80 hours or whatever, I'd be like, why haven't we recorded the podcast? You got all exactly. this free time. So I think, I, think that I, I think it all lines time. up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this all lines up. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been playing. What kind of news you got for us? I have two news. Um, so the first one is um, the Guardian newspaper in the UK, which is a, a liberal news organization, is celebrating pioneers um, of Black um, descent in the video game industry. So um, in the UK, we have a term called BAME, which is, um, uh, I think, Black, Asian, and Middle Eastern uh, descent. And it's just like an acronym. And so um, they've created this gaming in color um, news article that goes through some of the early video game creators that were um, black um, me members of the black community, um, which I think is good because uh, uh, we, we don't really have black history month like the US does it's just more of trying to celebrate diversity and on a regular basis and with everything going on with black lives matter and things i think it is nice to recognize um pioneers in the film of video games so um there's a link in our description if you want to read that article and find out a little bit about the people behind early video games um but perhaps more relevant to the U.S. continent is that Activision Blizzard is planning to triple its development teams, which is funny because literally, I, I swear it was maybe a year ago that they uh, laid off hundreds of people. Um, 
But Bobby Kotick says that they're going to hire 2,000 new devs in the next year um, because there's big demand for their games. So I, that means their current dev team is going to triple in size by 2022. Um, but the question is how long those jobs are actually going to stay around. I mean, we're all well aware that in the video game industry, developers will hire people for, you know, development studios will hire people for specific projects and then bin them off once that video game is released. And, and that seems to happen. So um, I don't think anybody is um, holding their breath about how long these dev teams are actually going to last um, at Activision Blizzard. But it is good that there are some new jobs that are going to be available, um, even if they are not long-term employment. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, and man, what, how, how, terrible would the optics be if they hired two, 2,200 people only to fire half of them again, you know, after the next yeah. major development that they, uh, that they produce. So yeah, I, I would look at this with a side eye, just knowing the company and anything coming from Bobby, Bobby Kotick, I think uh, should be, you know, scrutinized to say the least. So we'll, I guess we'll see. I hope it's, I hope it's good. I don't, I don't think anything they're going to do is altruistic. Uh, I don't think it's for just for the sake of doing something good and for goodwill. If they can kill two birds with one stone and make it a, a, a good business decision that also has great optics, I could see that. And, and maybe that would work and that, that would be a glass half full type of perspective. We'll, we'll, we will, uh, I guess we'll wait and see. Well, that's good. I didn't I didn't see anything in the news that I was really that interested in in uh, relaying other than uh, Biomutant was released this week. And so, uh, you know, by the time this is out, it will have been out for a few days. And uh, that is the next game that I'm looking to uh, acquire. So hopefully uh, in the next week or so, maybe next time we uh, record, I'll have some feedback on that. So uh, in local news, I will have that. And hopefully we'll be able to share uh, some feedback on that. It's it's a game that we talked about as as games to watch. Uh, I think two years ago, games we were looking forward to two Januarys every time we do that show, and then this January it was a game uh, that is supposed to release in 2021 that I was looking forward to playing. So uh, I haven't seen very many games that I really want to play, and this is the first one, and and it's gotten some decent reviews. So. It's funny. I've almost completely forgotten about that. We got a new console generation uh, oh, at the tail yeah. end of last year. There's no games coming out that make me want to invest in a new console. Nope. I have and have been thinking about canceling my Game Pass subscription only because I very rarely play games right now. There's nothing out I'm interested in and right. like willing to take the time for. Um, I, the problem is I don't really have any games that aren't on game pass that i could play i'd have to buy something to right. play it um so i don't know it's a catch-22 i have thought about it though because you know 10 pounds is like i don't know what 14 dollars us every single month yeah and i didn't i played one game in yeah. may you know uh i don't really think a demo of little nightmares 2 and a, a bit of uh, Octopath Traveler was worth 10 pounds. I, you know, like I'm, I'm not certain that that. Well, it, it may be, but if you're not going to keep playing them, it isn't. You know, <laughs> and Octopath Traveler, if you if you haven't finished it, I mean, you might be able to get another. But by the time you've paid for it over two months, you could have bought it for cheaper. 
So. Yeah, I, I definitely, I've definitely been playing Octopath Traveler for more than two months now, so yeah. I, I probably could have bought it for cheaper, but it is what it is. I mean, eventually something will come out that I'm dying to play, and I'll get sucked into it, and it'll be worth it. It just really seems like the pandemic has kicked the teeth in game releases this year. There's, yeah. aside from last year's Cyberpunk 2077, the overhyped failure, there's really nothing there's nothing right. going on there's nothing to play like it's actually a disappointment because i was looking forward to like oh i'm gonna get a tv this year and I i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna get to look at biomutant really if it if it yeah. come, i don't know if it's an exclusive to ps4 but i would look at it because it's an action rpg so it's an action rpg it's mass effect style of game mm. uh where you have the custom creation character menu you create your character and 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 his attributes and uh you know it's it's got stories it's got branching pathways i think it'd be something that it's it, and it's a new ip so it's like you've mm -hmm. got no other point of reference to compare it to to bias your opinion going in other than it is an action rpg so might be something you're interested in i'd take a look at it um yeah, so that that is that is that is my news, and uh, I guess we'll we'll share more once we get back. I was talking, you know, I guess last thing I was talking to my son last night about it too, and and he's he probably doesn't think twice about it, but I'm like, is it time to buy a PS5 yet? Is it time? You know, I don't. And think I keep it is. thinking, and I was like, I, I I have no. I don't. Do I need to upgrade my Blu-ray player? I guess it would be the. <laughs> you know, that's that would be the only. There is no reason. Do you use a Blu-ray player? <laughs> I do, and again, because I'm a, you know, I'm a tangible media person. So, oh, <laughs> you know, I know. I don't even use regular TV anymore. It's just, it's just uh, box sets and Netflix and that, YouTube. That's it. I it's don't. streaming services. I mean, that's the truth. It is streaming services primarily, but. I own almost every single Marvel film. I own every Star Wars film, and uh, and and select few other films that I think are you know really good, like Godfather or stuff like that. I've got the actual film because you can't stream some of that stuff. Um, and it just I, I kind of like still having it, and and I will buy a hard copy of Biomutant just on principle. Uh, will you? Well, well after... the reviews, I've just looked it up. The reviews are mixed about yeah. Biomutant. And, and, um, and the reason I think why people are mixed on it, after watching, trying to, I've watched as many of them as I could, uh, that of respected reviews of the, of the, of the game, the downside to the game is there's a, there is some repetition depending on how you build your character um some people are upset that the choices don't seem to matter quite as much as mm. they would like um but i think the the knocks on on the game also in some reviews tend to be some of the better things so uh some of the knocks are it's taking it's pulling from too many different types of uh of action rpgs so yeah you got breath of the wild you got all these different concepts and where I stand on that, having not played it yet, I have not played the game yet, but basically I hear people wanting people to innovate and then getting pissed off when people innovate. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, 
we want you to do something new and different and, and all this stuff. And then you pull elements from multiple games and put them, multiple games that don't have all these same elements in them, put them yeah. into a game. And now you've got something new and you're mad because they've got something new now. And, yeah. you know, just shut up, play the game, you know? And I don't know, and, like three out of five, 61% Metacritic yeah. is real divided. You know, it's real divided. Do you know what though? Like it's so expensive. You know me, I'm just going to wait for it to come out on Game Pass and give it a try. For oh, I don't blame free. you. I don't blame you. Well, you know, and, and uh, I tried to talk you into Cyberpunk buying it and uh, I did buy got, it. I know, I know. And you got, but you got your money back. At least, I did. You know. Uh, and I, but I and you feel validated. It, you played it, you know, <laughs> 10 times more than I did uh, and finished it even and was able to kind of really, really have a, a an opinion on it. So <laughs> whereas, a good one. <laughs> whereas I don't, I mean, I don't have an opinion. I didn't even get far enough for, you know, spoiler alert. I can't the, believe that you spent money and you still haven't beat the darn thing. Like, just go beat it. Just bring it with you to work. Play it in your office. Do you know what the I mean? Switch like, is about the only thing I can do. You know, you could take it with me. But um, <laughs> you should just bring one of your consoles into the office and call it a day. You know, <laughs> I, should. I should have have a bit of you time. Listen, if they don't come and ask for office hours, but you're still there, technically, you're. Hey, that's, I'd call that hitting the brief. You know, I'm, I'm not in. You know, technically, I'm not in my office hours right now, so that's good. <laughs> uh, I just happen to be in my office. Um, so anyway, that's, that's that. And, and, uh, maybe I'll have some, some more to report and I can give you a better, uh, a, a, a better evaluation next time. But that brings us to our main topic really today. And, and, uh, which I think is, is a good change of pace. We're, we're going to talk about, or, or, uh, your idea was, you know, some of the, there's so many SIM games out there and SIM is kind of right up your alley. Um, I know that I was one of sim. your. <laughs> yeah, The Sims was uh, one of your favorites. Yeah. And so um, I actually took this opportunity to do a little research and see just what kind of Sim games are out there to begin with. But uh, we wanted to talk about what games do we think should be out there? You know, what kind of Sim games would we like to see? Um, but I wanted to start. I don't know if you have any you wanted to add, but I wanted to start with just just listing some of these strange sim games that are already out there. I don't even know if you knew about some of these. Uh, you probably have a bigger list than I do. So why don't you start the list and I'll, I'll give you a thumbs up or a thumb down if okay. I've ever heard of it. Okay. And I did not, I did not uh, write down all the ones that I found, but I did list the ones that I thought, well, that's weird. That's, <laughs> that's weird. Um, okay. So the first one here is uh, called airplane mode. Now, I pulled a lot of these from uh, uh, most of these I pulled from two different articles that were written uh, for PC Mag and uh, just pulled the ones that I was like, well, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I've, hmm. I've definitely Is airplane had... mode and airplane pilot simulator situation. Well, no, it's you're riding in an airplane. Terrible. Excellent. Yeah, you're actually That's... riding in an airplane. You're sitting in your seat. You've got your meal. You can no. order drinks. It's like yeah. no. I wonder how many hours I've been to 22 countries. I imagine I probably have like a week's worth of flying under my belt, and I don't want to extend it in a uh, 
in a simulated environment. <laughs> and I don't know how many countries I've been to. Not quite 22, but I have been, I've been over both oceans. So I guess that's... See, this, I mean, every time I go both to America, ocean, it's nine hours. Ocean. So we really rack it up, you know? That's, oh, yeah, yeah. I can, you can kind of hit a bunch of them at once. So, yeah. Or in, in, a, in, a, in a trip. So airplane mode is one. Mm-hmm. B simulator. B simulator, I feel like I've heard of. Yeah, okay. that, yeah, I have. Sounds heard all of it, right. But that, but B simulator sounds that's that sounds cool. It was weird. It sounds it's relaxing. Different. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder yeah. if they have the dance part again. You know, where you do a little <laughs> bee dancing. You know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> your little bee butt. <laughs> shaking the bee butt. I could see that. Um, <laughs> uh, then there is a bus driving sim. So you're driving like a city bus funny yeah uh, I, would, I would good. love that but i would be intentionally bad at that i have some unresolved issues that uh, oh. i need to work through <laughs> i'm like oh you want to cover the bus too late doors are shut, shut ah. the door on their face take them out uh a um euro truck simulator oh so, so basically uh being similar to in the states you've got truck drivers that are cargo truck drivers um, I remember when I was in Europe, though, uh, it is a little bit different. And the way that, especially the highway system when I was in Germany, was a little bit different. So it's kind of very, it's kind of very closed off from the city, right? The the highway system was. So like, if you're on the highway, you're on the highway, and it's very se- It's it just seemed very separate from any kind of civilization. Um, and uh, anyway, that that is that is one I thought that I hadn't heard of and thought was interesting. Uh, they've got multiple types of farming sims, so like Stardew Valley and some that are more realistic, uh, which I, I think could be kind of zen-like, you know, where you're just kind of accomplishing things and, and planting, whatever. Oh, listen, Pro Fishing Simulator was super fun, surprisingly, so yeah. I had a great time with it. And they've got hunting sims, too, but those those I had heard of. Um, fish Keeper, so you're actually, you have a fish tank. And you have to take care of your fish tank. Your That's so funny. That's tank. like the um, what the live aquarium wallpaper or something. Yes. <laughs> Only your fish can die. So I, you have to... I swear in that one your fish could die. It was it was something for the early Xbox or maybe the 360. And I swear your fish could die. And you could make custom fish that looked all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And that that could be Zen Mike. That was new. House flipper. I mean, that would not be a simulator for you. That'd just be your real life. <laughs> well, but isn't The Sims similar to, you know, I mean. Listen, you're... no, for us, for those of us who don't own a home, The Sims is the dream of the millennial, you know, <laughs> come to the... <laughs> That's true. Um, this one I thought was really cool, actually. It was a really good idea. I'd never heard of it before. It's called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. So it's on Steam. And uh, essentially, you're like uh, you're a bomb diffuser and you have to you have different bombs and you have to diffuse them, uh, you know, following a very specific set of instructions. And so uh, to not die, I thought that seemed really wow. cool. That would be a pretty cool simulator. Very niche. But Super niche. I don't, it sounds cool. stressful, though. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, not all of these are going to be. <laughs> what's he say on bad santa and they got that advent calendar that's got candy corn in it and he says hey not all of them can be winners so. 
That's true. Um, this next one I had actually heard of. I uh, heard of it a few years ago, and it, it's always gotten pretty good reviews. Hadn't played it, but it's an interesting concept as well, and that's Papers, Please. Oh, so yeah. You know, you're the I border. haven't played it, but I've watched loads of Let's Plays. It's really yeah. good. And it seems pretty good. Um, that seems very interesting. And then this last one, which I just thought was incredibly, I don't know why I thought of it being just super meta, but it's PC building simulator. <laughs> you're oh my God. on a PC Terrible. playing PC building simulator. Terrible. Yeah. Well, you, you know, there's some other ones like uh, there's a sim called I am bread and you're just like a piece of toast that, I don't know, collects fluff and goes around the room and gets burned. I feel like and... I've seen that or heard of that on, uh, <laughs> on, on uh, Steam, right? Yeah it, yeah, it was pretty popular a couple of years ago. That's pretty stupid. Or like... Um, <laughs> pretty stupid. Yeah. Or um, what's that um, bicycle game that that was really popular with like the PewDiePie crowd maybe 10 years ago where it's just like doing weird flips and the guy's arms fall off and like, you know, all sorts. I forget what that I don't called. know. I've never seen that one. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, happy wheels. There we oh, go. Happy wheels. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it is a sort of cycling simulator of a sort. Uh, then you got Goat Simulator, Surgeon Simulator. Right. I recently played Two Point Hospital, which is yes. Like a and you said that was a pretty good one. Hospital management. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm boring, but it was great. Would you great. even think that maybe the uh, the oh the Goose Simulator, Red Goose? Oh yeah. But <laughs> but um, so. I've come up with some ideas for new simulation games that I would like to pitch to you that I think, I mean, obviously they're silly, so think a la I am Bread and Goose Simulator and stuff. Well, I've got four myself, so. Excellent, okay, so shall we go back and forth? I've got five, so if I Certainly. start, this will You start, work. then we ought to be able to we'll figure this out. So the first one is a pub landlord simulator, so essentially you, you are the live-in landlord of a, of a pub which is sort of what my partner does for a living. And I never realized how much drama is related to this. Like uh, there's alarms that go off in the middle of the night. There are people you have to bar. There are promotions you have to run, window displays, prices, people to hire, fire, train, all sorts. Sometimes punters randomly show up at your house in the middle of the night. You know, like it's really quite an exciting and unpredictable environment so probably the uh, most semantically correct way to describe it <laughs> I, I tried my best i tried my best so i think uh i think a, a real pub landlord experience would be a tasty delicious simulator <laughs> that reminds me so that reminds me of a an, an nes game and of another sim game that uh called vegas i think it was called vegas stakes Oh, okay. um, one of the first articles I wrote on Temple of Geek was about this game, and essentially you start out, you don't have to pick any stats or anything, you just you just are playing, you're in the casino and you're playing, and along the way, you'll trigger certain events, and like, you'll be playing blackjack, and this, this girl will come up, and you, you can like get married to mm. this woman, like it's like you, you play, and, and you win all this money, and, and based on certain this guy comes up, hey, can I borrow some money? You give it to him. 
and then it'll play out. Okay, this guy bet it, won a million dollars and gave you 50 grand. Or he ran off with your $20,000 and, you know, so there were consequences. But anyway, just it made me think that even in a situation like that, you might have at the end of the bar, something comes up. And if you pay attention to it, you can go down there and take care of it. And it might lead to a, a series of events or maybe a dialogue box. That would be, I mean, that would be fine. Yeah, there's lots cool. of options, you know, pubs yeah. here have, you know, families come. So you can have kids just randomly taking ketchup packets and smashing them on the floor, <laughs> you know, like just there's, there's lots of unpredictable elements. You could have a pest infestation. You could have a loose dog that. wander in from outside. You know, there's all sorts of things Health that could inspector. happen in the pub landlord. So. That's right. That's right. So my first one, and I didn't, there may be something out here for all of these. I don't know. But uh, this first one, I thought of as a, a hostage negotiator. Sim. So, uh, and I'm just thinking, okay, so there's a, you know, you come up to the, I thought of some of the, some of the scenarios that you get to in uh, LA Noir. And there are mm. some, uh, just some circumstances where you're interrogating someone. And I thought, well, what if you had that sort of circumstance in a hostage situation and, and you had, you know, you, you come up and there's maybe a procedurally generated series of events or it's kind of like a, a roguelike in a way where every time you pull up, this algorithm throws together a series of, okay, you've got this person, these uh, hostages, and these are the circumstances. And like almost every time you play it, it's different, you know? Um, and, and, uh, so that could make for a lot of replay value, but also, you know, uh, you go up and, and certain things, you know, work with certain people and there's like a psychological profile that goes along with it. And, and, uh, yeah, I thought it could be, it could be interesting. It could be tense, you know, kind of a still good escapism, not really your Zen, like, uh, I think it would Sims. be the opposite of Zen. That would be a high tense, stressful situation. I'm going to tell you that I don't have one on here. That's not. Okay, well, then I, I'm bringing the Zen. <laughs> You're bringing the Zen, and I'm bringing the stress. Let's do it. So. Um, all right. I, I I would probably play it, to be yeah. fair. I like L.A. Noirs, so I'd probably yeah. play it. Um, my next one is Post Office Sim. So uh, I think it would be fun just generally to be, like, you know, walking your beat, delivering packages, interacting with dogs. Are they going to be friendly? Are they going to bite you? We don't know. Like, you know, uh, you know, trying to figure out what things people have ordered, getting bonus points if you can guess, you know, like, yeah. I just... I just think it would be kind of amusing generally. Um, you can have like races with the post office trucks and stuff. Like I just, I just think it could be good bands. You, you can know? make it playful too and have power ups and stuff like that. And um, you know, you can, as you leave, you can, you can have a, uh, like a, oh man, what's the word? Basically just you, you uh, stock up on supplies or you, you, you have like a, a, uh, like a quartermaster as you leave the post office and say, okay, I'm going to take, you know, a few steaks to throw to the dogs so they won't get me. I've got, you know, this repellent and I, you know, I'm taking this weapon or whatever as I. Yeah. I think it'd be to, an empty water bottle to piss in, you know, right. just... <laughs> I got to get the route done, man. 
I think it could be. I think it could be fun. I don't want it to go down the road of like going postal. That's not the sort of game I'm looking for. I'm no, looking I think more of like a fun, yeah. lighthearted, general day in the life of a postal worker. Yeah. Or and not at the post office because those that's experiences terrible. tend to be awful be like the yeah DMV. no 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 it's not at the post office papers. we're yeah. talking about a mail carrier on the route you know we want the fun right. job <laughs> that's right yeah the active part yeah and um, you get bonus points for like hiding packages creatively and stuff you know <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's an update to paperboy awesome um so my next one is for a forensic sim specifically forensic sim so I know that they have, you know, Batman uh, has has like forensic elements to, to some of his games. Um, and and uh, there are other games that have had forensic elements. But I, I think if you, you could make it its own sim portion where it's like you come onto a crime scene and you've got these tools and those are the only tools you have. And you collect all the information that you can from a scene. You know, you start figuring out what it is that you're looking for um, and collecting clues. You put it all in your book and then you have to take it in and you get graded on it and you figure out whether or not it led to any kind of, you know, arrest or something like that. So, um, and, and uh, you know, and some of it, I, I, I have in my notes, this could be kind of like a, a horror game too. I'm not saying I'm going to play it. Uh, but it could be like a seven, um, you know, like the movie seven have elements like that. Maybe you're even hunting a particular individual. You know? So it's more of you're you're doing the, the science behind the scenes work to catch a, you know, to catch a, a serial killer. I played a game that had s- similar elements to this uh, on Steam. And we talked about it a few months ago and it was... Uh, unheard is the is what it was called and you would you were listening to audio clips from different rooms and you had to walk to different rooms in a police station to overhear the conversations to piece together what happened and if you only heard part of a conversation sometimes you would actually accuse somebody of the wrong thing or you know or you you know you would take something out of context so you had to hear the entire conversation to make sure that you didn't accuse the wrong person uh and you and you know you've got the right right individual. i swear that happened in the witcher it, it, it may have in the conversation yeah mm. yeah so forensic sim forensic sim um all right my next one is border force sim Obviously, we're trying to catch people trying to enter that country illegal based (laughs) on the really popular TV show of many different names. You're just generally a border control agent of whatever country you want. You can choose, you know, if you choose Australia, obviously, you're going to be focusing on not letting any food, plants or seeds come into the country. They're really stressed out about that. You know, right. if you're in the UK, they're going to be really making sure that there aren't any dodgy migrants coming to the country, you right. know, uh, if you're in the US, uh, but you're at the Canadian border, maybe you're really worried about drug tourists. No, nope, just Canadians. And... <laughs> no, not just Canadians. Um, I just think it could be like quite an awesome game to like give you a 
perspective on the border control measures that each country struggles with, first off, but also sort of like a lighthearted, um, how good are you at detecting dodgy behavior? So very similar to like LA Noir or whatever. you know, you would lose points if you profiled someone based on nothing. Like you would need to recognize specific clues, ticks, like behavioral, like movements, whatever. Um, you could upgrade and like use the drug sniffing dog. Like if you felt like there was a specific person you wanted to sniff for drugs, like I just think it could be really cool to uh, yeah. essentially be TSA. <laughs> yeah, I I could see some. Uh... I could see some replay value there, some interesting You could just elements. hassle people if they're rude, like, you know. <laughs> it could be cathartic, yeah. I could see that. Um, my next one is a, I think that they have the, they've all, you always see the cop simulators, but I think a, a firefighter slash EMT simulator where, uh, and I've got a number of friends who are firefighters, and they've told me some, I'm talking about, horror stories of things that EMTs and firefighters have had to go through. And uh, and I think what makes it more interesting is just how varied your experience could be on a daily basis as a firefighter. If you're if it's a car fire or a, you know a, a you know if you happen to have to go to a a fire that's in the median you know it starts as a car fire that goes to the grass that goes to the, the trees or you're you're answer, you know you're uh, answering a call at a at a house or a warehouse i mean there are different firefighting groups and tactics for different types of fire and um, even as an emt firefighter you may show up on the truck and you get there and you know as a quick uh, i won't I won't say any names, but, uh, you know, this friend of mine showed up and he showed up to a call for a person who had either coded or had been, uh, there was a very strange smell coming from a, a room and, uh, no, they, they hadn't, re- you know, they hadn't received a phone call, but this person had been deemed missing for a while and they, they weren't, they hadn't died. Um, but the problem was, is as you got closer, as he got closer to the room, he said the smell became overwhelming. When they opened the door, there were bags of trash that were overflowing with rotten food and other things that had been hoarded and left. He said that there was light coming in, but there were no lights on. And all they could hear was this, you know, this death gargle coming from the bedroom and the walls were moving like there were so many pests and rodents and oh, oh god moving on the walls oh. uh he said that it was the it was the hardest call that he had ever been on and uh but again it's a you know there's a protocol and you got to go through and and do all that and, and you could make that atmospheric you could make it tense you know with if you've got to break into a wall you've got to check the doorknobs you know stop drop and roll all that stuff I mean, was the guy okay in the end and they got him out of there but i mean i'm not going to give any more details it was very disgusting oh my god uh, yeah they did get the individual out of there and that person was still alive 
Okay, well, listen, that's a good that's a good ending as far as I'm concerned. That's you know? the only ending that we need to. Mm. Uh, I can't forget what I heard. I'm not gonna. I can't do that to anyone else. Yeah, no, thanks for that. No, I appreciate it. Just listen, yeah. yeah, don't don't share your ear cancer with me. I don't no, need that. It was bad, man. Was bad. But I thought that you could make that as interesting and as as uh, involved. It would make a good game. You're it right. would make it would a really good game. I think it would make a pretty cool VR game. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Anyway, hundred um, percent. All right, so um, the next one for me is. Uh, cake designer sim so like based off of the like popular shows like cake boss and british bake off and all this. i think it would be really fun to take something like overcooked but like make it about cakes and have it be like quite a bit more artistic and things like that you know like you'll get a brief from a customer um and if your cake matches the brief like obviously they'll try to give you like clues in order to what to put on the cake and things like that but as close as it matches the brief or whatever you get points for that i don't know i think it could super fun i think it would be really funny is if you had the brief and you've got the request and and just like that surgical sim where it's like really hard not to have not to kill the person on the table every time is to have like these really difficult controls to paint you know to to put the icing on and it looks it's like how close can you get it with these really with these octopus arms you know no Oh yeah, Octo Dad. That yeah. was another. Only you're a cake. Player. You're a cake decorator. So. <laughs> no, I, I, my vision is uh, like a more realistic, actually, like because then you could like upgrade. You could branch out from cakes to a full bakery. You could have a bistro. Like, do you know? Like, I think it all could of this actually while be... being an octopus. <laughs> being a secret octopus. Yeah. They don't see your arms when you're outside, but when you go in the back, <laughs> you're just like all these arms are able to do. You probably are acted dad. We would never know. You'd never know. You'd never know. Um, well, my last one I thought would be pretty cool. Uh, a, again, like I said, I'm bringing the stress. So this is a deep sea fishing sim or a like a crab boat fishing sim where you've got to depth find, you've got to get to the spot, you've got to, you know, and, and haul in the catch. So it uh, would be another good VR sim would be, but what I think would be cool is also to add the weather elements. You know, the, the boat is, is like a major component to you being able to get from A to B uh, and then to maintain while you're out there. Um, fishing is only going to be part of it. So you, you've got pretty much every other kind of sim really out there. Uh, you know, some that even have boats, but you, you have one where you're fishing and having to sail. Or, or get your boat out there uh, and then battle the elements while you have to also get, uh, you know, the catch and meet the demands for whatever. So since we overfish anyway, we may not ever, we may not have any. So the only way we can do it is simulate it. So maybe that would be sufficient. But deep sea fishing. Uh, and maybe you can even add just the, the uh, deep sea fishing for game fish uh, on top of that. Maybe you can do both. You can do game fishing as as one component or if you wanted to do commercial type crab boat fishing and stuff you could go do that and that would be fun that's yeah. what we didn't have <laughs> any yeah. pro bass fishing simulator that's right that's right uh well my last one is uh, i don't know quite a frivolous one but i just think it would be fun to like 
have a hairstylist simulator, but like, like give it surgeon simulator with control. an octopus. Yeah. So like basically someone comes in, asks for this haircut and you're trying to deliver it, but like your hands are all wiggling all over the place right. or whatever. Like, You've you know, basically you cut off any part of their ear or like completely shave part of their head, you lose the game, you know? So <laughs> I like it. I think like there are options where you could accidentally impale them in the neck with the scissors. Like I think, I think band-aids and, and then, you know, like you just have like, okay, this head part of the head shaved. I can just like stick a bow to it. Yeah. Then, perfect. You know, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but it manually, like it automatically downloads photos of your finished product and uploads them to Facebook. Like, I, I just it. think that would be hilarious. I <laughs> well, I think that would be a pretty cool social media integration you know it's yeah like, here's here's my here's my current my current best uh, i messed current this status wrecking right. people's hair i messed this one up the least <laughs> i just think it would be quite funny so the yeah. customer comes in they tell you what they want and then you're trying to deliver that with wiggly hands like <laughs> and not kill them yeah know. Well, good. Any closing thoughts? I think we've got some pretty good ideas here. Again, just remember uh, where you heard it and give us some credit. Whenever you yeah, listen, it. I just want to get rich off one of these ideas. If somebody mm. wants to, you know, Pay for pick it up. <laughs> you know, I really think cake designers got legs, border force sim, living your best life. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Hostage sim. Yeah. Firefighter sim. We've got some good ones here. The firefighter sim sounds great. Come yeah. on now. I know. I think that would be a good one. That's good. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templategeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or message us on Facebook or Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast. And please head over to wherever you download your podcast and rate us because that really helps our show. Until the next time. See you later.